Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey guys, it's Natalia, and welcome back to Unfiltered Fashion Talks. Today, it is just me. I decided it was time to do another little solo episode to kind of catch up with you guys personally. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast. I've enjoyed it so, so much in terms of being able to talk to so many different people and have really fun conversations just surrounding fashion and honestly, a bunch of other random things too, because let's be honest, I would get sidetracked a lot on these conversations, but I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Today, I just wanted to like catch up with you guys and just like talk. So I'm currently recording this on November 29th, just if you want, you know, a timeline of things. And it is about to be December. It is about to be the start of Vlogmas, which is exciting, but kind of scary too. It obviously is so much work and uploading twice a week is already so much for me. Uploading three times is kind of a lot. But I saw so many great results from it last year. So I'm like, I can't not do it. Um, And also, it is fun to do it. It's just a lot to be putting out all at once. So I'm like kind of scared for it, kind of excited. I don't know. We'll see. I'm just hoping it has as good of results as it had for me last year. Um, Because honestly, last year around December, late December into early January is when like my YouTube channel really, really took off and is where I noticed like a really, really like big exponential growth. Um, So, you know, we're just kind of hoping for that this year. That is what we're hoping for. But even if it doesn't happen, I hope that you guys um, enjoy the content because I do think it's fun. Anyway, today I kind of wanted to talk on a more personal level about just like difficulties because lately in my vlogs, if you've been keeping up, I have started to talk more about just like the difficulties of running a business and not being motivated and like not being productive. And it's not something I speak on too much because I would say a good amount of the time I'm pretty productive and I know how to get things done and get myself motivated. But lately I've just been in such a slump of it and it has been so difficult to get myself to do anything. And I just want to speak on it because I know that it's something that so many people struggle with. And I just hate to be that person that makes it seem like it's a like a struggle that you shouldn't be having or that you can be productive at all times because it's just not true for anybody. It's just not reality. And I just don't want to play into that idea. So so I just kind of want to talk to you guys through kind of what's been going on with me and why things are happening the way they are. Um, So... As you know, if you've been keeping up, my parents recently moved to Dallas, Texas, which is so random and really weird um, because I feel like growing up, I always just assumed my parents would stay in Indiana for, you know, a long time. I knew eventually they'd move out because we're not from here necessarily, but it is where I grew up. So it's like, you know, there's a sense of home, but um my dad got promoted. So he got, you know, a new job and they moved into Dallas, which is really exciting for them. Um, I'm really happy for them. Obviously it's a really great thing. Um, but it's just so weird because I feel like I've always had kind of a struggle finding what home means. And I think that's something that anybody who has moved around a lot kind of struggles with. And I think that For me specifically, I was born in Spain. So, you know, that should be like my first sense of home. 
Um, but really I only lived there till I was two. And then we moved to Mexico until I was five. So that was like, you know, home number two. Then when we moved to Indiana, we lived in Indianapolis for the first year. And then the second year we moved to a different house that was in Carmel, Indiana. And then the third year we moved to a different house in Carmel, Indiana. And then that's where we stayed for the following 13 years. So that house was like my home or like the closest thing to home I've had because we just moved around so much in my early childhood. Um, And it's like the house that I just always thought that I would like go take my kids to when I was older. And like, you know, cause like I, I, like every time I go to Spain, I go to my grandparents' house where my mom grew up or um, like my dad, I guess my grandma recently moved out of her house, but all growing up, I got to go to where my dad grew up. Um, So I don't know. I just always thought I'd have that. And now I don't. And it's kind of weird. And it's also just weird because none of my friends are in town because, you know, they're all in college. So like, really, it's just like me and my brother here and then like family friends but it just doesn't feel like home like it once did. And it's also weird because it's not where I've like chosen to be. It's like the pandemic kind of forced me to come back to Indiana and I've just kind of ended up here because I obviously can't just afford to move back to New York or move anywhere else really. So it wasn't like a choice for me to be here. It was kind of just like, you know, I was forced here and this is where I landed and this is where life has taken me. And, you know, I've accepted it, but it's a little more difficult to accept when you don't even have your family around. Like, I feel like it's fine to be in a random place that you don't care to be in um, if you at least have family around. But once you don't even have that, then it just feels so weird and lonely. And I think it's just so weird that it feels lonely because it is home and it is where I grew up and it's where I've spent the majority of my life. But it just feels so like distant now. So I'm saying all of this because it's really affected me, obviously, over the past month. Um, And it obviously was really bad timing with like the change of seasons and seasonal depression is very real. Um, I don't think I talk about this too much either, in all honesty, but I personally struggle with depression and anxiety in a lot of different ways. Um, And it's not something I really put out there a lot because, you know, it's a hard topic to talk about. And also everybody deals with it so differently. And I always have this like guilt of like other people have it worse. So I don't want to like put myself on some sort of like spotlight. And I know that's an awful thing to be thinking and I shouldn't be thinking that way. But I think a lot of people do think that way anyway. Um, And I definitely do. So I don't talk about it too much because I don't want to. I don't know. I like to keep things positive around here, but I also like to be very real and authentic um, because there's nothing I hate more than people being fake. (laughs) So yeah, um, I think something that's not talked about enough is how difficult it is to be like an entrepreneur or just like self-employed while also dealing with like mental health struggles because being an entrepreneur, especially like the way that I am, where it's like, I really basically do everything by myself. Um, I do everything from home and I'm literally just like by myself all the time is really difficult because you're just constantly in your head. You have nobody to really be talking to. Um, so all you do all day is just think and overthink and think some more and rethink about that. And like, you're just constantly in your head thinking about absolutely everything. And it can be, you know, a little damaging when you already have these mental health struggles. And on top of that, you're by yourself all day. So you're kind of thinking over it all the time. You can really get into a very slippery slope of um, just depression. And it is 
really difficult to get out of that. And it's something that I cannot give you good advice on because quite honestly, I don't even know how to get out of that. And I feel like I've just been in a very up and down with it lately. And it's not like an, oh, like two weeks bad, two weeks good kind of deal. It's like a morning to night, like middle of the day kind of deal, like a very just up and down, like very drastically throughout the day, which is really exhausting too. Um, And it just makes it so difficult to do anything, which is difficult to be dealing with when you have so much to do. (laughs) So it's like, it's just been hard. And I just, I guess I want to talk about it because I feel like a lot of people probably struggle with it, but a lot of business owners or entrepreneurs online don't talk about it because we like to show all of our successes and we like to, you know, show the positive sides of being an entrepreneur. And I think we should, but the reality is that it's usually not all positive and there's usually a lot of bad things going on um, and a lot of like just difficulties. And I don't just want to like skip over that because I don't want you to like watch my content and be like, oh my God, she's always doing so well. Like she's always just going uphill. Like, why am I not doing well? Because in all honesty, I'm not always going uphill. Like if you saw my analytics for like my shop um, or even my YouTube or anything, like it is not like this constant, like uphill graph. Like it is definitely like up and down and up and down and it goes through phases. And it's really, it's really frustrating and difficult to deal with because I feel like when you look at other people online, you think they're always just going up, up, up. And it's like, as soon as like they have one viral video and they do really well for one specific launch or collection or whatever, then it's like expected that the rest of them also do equally well. And sometimes it's just not like that. I've had some launches do super well and then the next one flops and then the next one does well or like the next two flop or like it's just so up and down and you really never know how it's going to go. And that's like really difficult to deal with because it also adds this extra stress of instability, which I think obviously is like super common in any new business. And because I'm only like a year and a half in, like I'm still really new business. So nothing is super stable. Like I'm stable enough to make like just enough for all my living expenses every month, but it's still never guaranteed. So I'm still kind of like living month to month with everything. Um, And that can be really, really stressful. I think that people think I make a lot more than I do. And I really don't. Like I really am like barely getting by here. Um, And it is, it is stressful. It is hard. But at the same time, it's, it's like this weird thing of like part of me is like, dang, I'm really like barely making any money. Like I'm barely getting by, like I'm making enough to be able to cover my living expenses and be able to like invest a little bit into my business and save a tiny bit too. But it's like not that much. But then at the same time, on the other hand, sometimes I have to remind myself, like I am literally 22. I started this business when I was 20 and I'm already making an income that is enough for me to at least live off of in the Midwest, obviously. I would literally be so incredibly broke anywhere else. But because I live in the Midwest, it's cheap to live. So like I'm able to afford it with what I do make. Um, So it's this weird back and forth in my head sometimes of just like, dang, I'm like really not doing that well. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, take a step back. Like you are actually doing well. Like most people probably wouldn't be doing this well, just like fresh out of college or fresh out of an associate's degree, not even full bachelor's like college. Um, and during a pandemic too. So it's like, I don't know, it's it's difficult. But I do think that having gratitude and trying to remind yourself of those things 
is a really good way to try to get yourself out of that headspace. Obviously, easier said than done. But I do try to remind myself of like all of the things I have accomplished and like everything that I have done and, you know, factoring all of the circumstances. I think that I've done really well, even though sometimes I don't feel like that and my bank account doesn't feel like it reflects that. But at the end of the day, I am 22. I'm living on my own and I get to run a business full time and content create full time, which is like just a dream in all honesty, even though it is a tough dream to be living. It is a dream and I am living it. And I'm very grateful that I, I've been able to make this work. So a few other things I kind of want to touch on just surrounding the subject. Keeping yourself motivated is really, really difficult, but there's like a few things that I feel like I do that really help me kind of stay on track, even if I do have those bad days. Um, number one is like having a routine. It is so, so, so important to have a routine. And I'm like super strict with myself about it. And like self-discipline obviously comes into play a lot with all these things. It's like, you can tell yourself to do all these things, but if you don't have the discipline to actually do them, then like, you know, you're going nowhere with it. But if you are self-disciplined enough to create a routine that works for you, that is like number one key to success. Um, for me, I wake up at around like 7.30 or 8 every day, sometimes 7.30. Sometimes I will snooze it till 8 if I'm like way too tired. But I don't like to stay in bed past 8 because then it just like drags on too long. And another thing that I do that really, really has helped me, I started this for Lent at the beginning of this year. I don't check my phone until I am like sitting down with my cup of coffee. So like I do not scroll on my phone in bed right when I get up. And I know that's something that probably most people do. And it's such a routine thing to do. But that like not doing that helps me wake up so much more because it like forces me to get up obviously go to the bathroom and then open my curtains, make my bed, go downstairs, make my coffee, make breakfast. And then I sit down and I can scroll through my phone. But I feel like that like 10 to 15 minutes of not being on my phone and just letting myself like be in silence doing these things is so good and so underrated. Um, And it's really not a difficult thing. I'm not saying that you have to go like an hour without your phone in the morning, which like I'm sure would be really beneficial too. But even just the like, no scrolling in bed kind of deal. Like I do that at night as well. Like I just do not let myself scroll on my phone if I'm in bed. Um, Like that is a no-go zone for me. Like if I'm going to scroll right before I'm going to bed, like I will be sitting on the couch and scrolling and then I will go to bed after that. Like I do not sit on my bed and scroll just because it's such a slippery slope and social media is really draining. And that, you know, obviously plays into mental health a lot too. And especially as a business owner, like for me, I obviously follow a lot of other business owners and fashion designers and just like people within my industry or like things I do. And sometimes it can be really motivating to see people succeed. And sometimes it can be really detrimental to see people succeed because you start comparing yourself and you're like, okay, they seem to have a great like launch this season. Why didn't mine do well? Or like, they're getting so many orders. Why didn't mine? Or like their content is getting so much engagement. Why isn't mine? Like it's such a slippery slope sometimes. So limiting that in the morning and at night, I think is really good because In the morning, obviously, that's how it sets up your day. Like whatever you do in the morning really sets up like, you know, the tone of your day. And if you wake up and like see something bad on social media and scroll through that first thing in the morning, like it's probably going to ruin the rest of your day. And same thing at night. If you like see something that just like puts you in a bad mood at night, like 
chances are you're going to see that and then dream about that and then just be in a bad headspace all night. So that's like a really good rule that I like to go by that I still live by even if I am going through like a depressive episode or whatever. I definitely make myself like get up at a certain time, not check my phone and just like try to have that sort of routine schedule kind of deal. Another thing that I have found really helpful or important is just to let myself rest I know that I don't work well if I'm not in a good headspace. Like if I am on the verge of tears, which happens quite often, it's probably best that I'm not sewing or cutting something up or doing anything because chances are I'm going to mess it up because my mind is so focused on all these other things and my emotions and whatever that I'm not mentally there to make sure that I'm doing things correctly. And then you end up making mistakes and then you get more frustrated and then it just like is a slippery slope. So for me, it's really important to kind of just take a step back and let myself just like rest. Like for me, it's like watching like YouTube all day. Like I'm not a TV person usually. Um, but sometimes I just need to like sit and watch somebody else and like not be on my phone for like hours. Or if it's like nice out, I like to, you know, go on walks or whatever, um, get myself coffee somewhere just to get out of the house. Like, or sometimes I just like to literally sit on the couch and like cry. And like, that's fine too. I think that whatever way you're able to just like let go is really important. Another way for me is obviously like I love to play piano and let myself cry on it. If you didn't know, I actually grew up in like the performing arts and I have a very strong connection to music. I started playing piano when I was, I don't know, maybe like seven or eight. I was some time in elementary school and I loved it. I started playing violin in sixth grade and I did orchestra throughout middle school and high school up until senior year. Um, So I played it for seven years, which was literally like the greatest seven years. I loved orchestra so much. It was such a fun environment. Um, I also grew up singing in my church choir and, you know, doing all the things. And I also grew up dancing. So like I was just very much a performing arts kid. So going back to any of that always really helps me as well. Just like music really helps. Even if it is listening to sad, depressing music that makes me cry, like it helps me to just let loose and let that out. But yeah, that being said though, it's so difficult sometimes to take that rest because you feel like you're wasting time and you could be doing so many other things. And that's kind of how I've felt the past couple of weeks because I've definitely not been super productive the past couple of weeks. I've definitely taken a lot of breaks and I probably could have gotten everything done by this point, but I haven't because of that. And it's just hard But I also know that because I rested, I am now able to do more and just like trying to find that balance is important. And it's not something that I think you're going to automatically find and it's going to be perfect. And then, you know, you know how to do it forever. Like, I don't think I've found a perfect balance of anything yet, but I think that working towards it is important. And I think that's something that, you know, I'm trying to do here. Speaking on balance, I think it's also important to note that it's also good to balance out a social life and your work life. Granted, for me, it's kind of difficult when, you know, I don't really have friends here because everybody's, you know, in college, out of town. I feel like I say this all the time, but I feel like people forget that about me a lot um, is that like my closest friends aren't around. Like I'm, I'm long distance with everybody is how it feels. Like I'm long distance with my friends, long distance with my family. Like I just feel like I'm not close to anybody physically. And like, Me personally, I'm such an in-person kind of person. Like I like to talk with people like in person. I like to have conversations in person. I'm like a quality time in-person kind of person. Like if I'm hanging out with you, you will not catch me near my phone. I will never be scrolling on my phone around you. Like I 
really, really enjoy quality time with people. And like, I like to fully, fully be there. So just being like digital with everybody and, you know, FaceTiming or texting, whatever, it just like, doesn't, doesn't sit equally well with me. Like I, I appreciate it, but it's not that great. So I also think it's important to balance out like when you are able to have that time with friends, like take it. Like I've done that recently. Um, Obviously like over Thanksgiving break, my friends were home. So I spent as much time as I could with them. And then I obviously went to Dallas for Thanksgiving, hung out with my family for a couple of days, which was nice. So taking that time is also really important. I think it's important to energize yourself around people, but also make sure it's people that like support you and are good to you because I also don't think it's good to waste your time with people who are going to drain you or make you feel bad about yourself or anything. Because I think that as a business owner and just like as a creative, sometimes it's hard for people to understand what you do. And a lot of people won't be super supportive. I think you'd be surprised how many people stop kind of supporting you when you kind of start a business. I have definitely felt that. Um, There's some people that really just don't care, never ask me about it. And there's others that really do, and it's great, but the, those that do are, are quite limited. So hold on to those people, and those people are the ones you want to hang out with. And everybody else, I honestly just don't give my time to anymore. Like I have learned that my time is so valuable, and I am not gonna just give it to random people. Like I feel like everybody's like always like go out and like make friends and just go meet people, and I'm like, like part of me wants to, the other part of me is like not worth my time. Like I have so many things to do, like if I make time for you, it's because I genuinely like want to see you. And I feel like you are providing me something beneficial in my life. And I hope that I'm like equally providing something good for you. So I don't know. I'm like, I find relationships with people very, very important, but also like very intentional. I don't know where I'm going with this in all honesty, but this is my spiel on just balancing things. Um, Intentionality with your time, being kind to yourself, trying to find a balance between mental health and getting your job done, you know, all the things. I feel like these are things I'm super passionate about, but I don't really talk about much because I don't want to like bore my YouTube people with this too much because I don't know, I feel like people go on YouTube to just like get away from things or be motivated. So I don't want to, you know, sometimes throw these more, I don't want to say like depressing things in there, but more like, I don't know, less positive words in there. Um, So I figured my podcast would be a great place to just kind of have these conversations, which I hope you enjoy as well. But yeah, that is kind of what's been going on in my life lately. I've also been very um, much wanting to get out of Indiana, which I'm sure you guys are probably sick of hearing me say. I feel like it's come up in nearly every single podcast episode, if not literally every single podcast episode, just because that is a question I naturally get asked a lot and something I feel like I just mention all the time because I'm the kind of person that feels like the more you say something, the more it happens. And I feel like I've done that majority of my life. I know like manifesting is a really kind of popular thing lately. And like, I do believe in manifesting things, but for me, it kind of has a different, a different feel to it. Like for me, it's more of a spiritual kind of deal. Like for me, when I'm like, quote unquote, manifesting, like really, I feel like I'm just like, praying and talking to God about like the desires of my heart and like what I feel like I'm meant to do. And then I always have felt that like, if you have these really deep set rooted desires in your heart, like God fulfills them. And it's been so prevalent in my life. Like I've, I've wanted to be a fashion designer. I felt it for so long. I 
have honestly wanted to be a YouTuber for so long. And like, that's why I started it in middle school. I just like, I felt it in myself that I could do it. And it's that something that like I was made for. And like all these little like desires, even like having a business is something that I've always said I've wanted to do. Um, Living on my own was something I've always said I wanted to do. Like, you know, just like little things like that, that I've just always felt in my soul. Like I can't explain it, but it's just something that you feel and you know is meant for you. Like I just like, pray to God about it. And I'm like, Hey, I feel these desires. And I trust that you're going to fulfill these for me because I really do believe like they're there. I feel like that's kind of on the same lines of manifesting when people are like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. It's because you feel it in your gut. Like you genuinely feel that you're going to do these things and these things are going to happen. Um, so for me, I just like really feel like I'm going to be moving out of Indiana soon. It's something that like a lot of different parts of my life has have kind of pointed towards, especially with my parents now leaving Indiana. It makes me feel like I have absolutely nothing left here. Like, obviously I do have friends and people here that I love, but it just, I don't see myself growing here anymore. I don't think I'm growing personally here. Um, I'm not really growing in relationships here. I'm not growing career-wise. So I just feel like I'm just very stagnant and this is just not the place where I'm meant to grow. Like, I think it was the place where I was meant to kind of stay and heal in a lot of ways, but I don't think it's where I'm meant to grow. I've just really felt it recently that I'm going to move to LA. Like I, it keeps popping up in my life in so many different ways. I've met so many people out there, like through social media, a lot of like really close friends. I've talked to other people about it and everybody seems to say that like it makes sense for me too, which has been nice, but and it just comes up in so many different ways. Like even if I look at my analytics, California is like always my top state. Like in terms of orders, California is my top state. I'm pretty sure LA is probably my top city. My podcast listeners, like my top state is California and my number one city is LA. Like it always just pops up in so many ways. And I've gone out there a lot this past year. Um, And I've just, I don't know, there's something that feels right about it for myself personally, but also my career. And I just feel like it's going to happen soon. Like I don't see myself being in Indiana for another year. Like I genuinely like feel like I'm going to be leaving next year. Um, and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It'll happen eventually. Like it's so expensive to move to LA. So it's, and I definitely don't have the money right now to do it, but I just feel like somehow something will happen and I will manage to make it out there next year. I just feel like there's so many more opportunities for me. So I'm just like, I'm excited about that. That's something that has been on my mind so, so much for the past couple of months. And it's something that really, really excites me. So that's also just like a fun motivation, which, you know, helps me to get through hard times because sometimes I feel like you just need something to be working towards because if you're just kind of working, you know, for the money to pay your rent, whatever, like, I don't know, that doesn't feel fulfilling. Like to me, I I feel like I need to be working towards something bigger and greater. And for me right now, that's being able to move somewhere where I feel like I can be more myself and I can be like open to opportunities and to meeting other people and just like having better experiences. Because another thing that's really difficult about living in the Midwest, like here's the thing, I love Indiana. I genuinely do. I think being in the Midwest is just so nice because it's just so like casual, like, you know, nobody really cares about many things. Like you can do whatever. It's just it's pretty safe where I live anyway. And there's not much that goes on, which is kind of nice. Like things are just very mundane. And sometimes it's nice to just have nothing going on, you know, no traffic, like, I don't know, just very normal living is really nice to have sometimes. But literally this past weekend, I went out to get dinner with a couple of my family friends 
And one of them was running a little bit late. So it was about like 830 or something when they came over to my house and then we were going to go out to dinner. And literally every restaurant ever was going to be closing at nine on a Saturday night, which like, what the heck? Someone tell me why the Midwest is like this. Um, Like, why does everything close so early? Like, I feel like people want me to have a social life and then things close at nine. And I'm like, okay, well, my social life ends at like eight. So that's not very good of a social life for a 22 year old. But I know I just like things like that. I just feel so restricted to do things that I'm supposed to be doing in my youth. Not that you're supposed to be doing certain things in your youth, but I feel like I could be doing so much more with these like years that I'm like living on my own and 22 and stuff. Like obviously later on in life, I would like to be hopefully married with a family. And there's just certain things that you're not gonna be able to do. So I want to be able to enjoy like this time of like being in my early twenties and being able to do dumb things and mess up and whatever, and being able to blame it on being 22, you know, like, not that I'm going to go crazy because I'm literally like the most tame, chill person ever. (laughs) And I don't go out and like go crazy or anything, but even just like being able to go out to get like a drink or something at like midnight, which isn't even that crazy would be really nice. And I just can't do that here. So all of that to say that I'm just kind of tired of being here and I really need something new and exciting in my life. And I just feel like it's coming. I know I say it a lot, but I feel like the more I say it, the more it's going to come true. So I'm going to continue saying it. And if you're tired of me saying it, I'm so sorry, but hopefully it happens soon. So then I stop talking about it and I can just live it anyway. I could probably talk for ages on this, um, but I don't want to talk too, too much on this. I'm going to keep this episode a little bit shorter, but I hope you guys enjoyed this. I literally could talk to myself for so long. So let me know if you want more solo episodes. I'm still kind of vibing out what I want this podcast to be in terms of like ratio of solo episodes versus guests and topics and things, but it's been fun. I genuinely have enjoyed it so much. It's been so just good for me to be able to talk to people network with people and also just be able to like share different people with you guys because there's so many incredible creators out there and people that are you know like-minded and people that I just think are great and I think that you guys should also follow if you like following me so I'm going to take this time to shamelessly promote things if you have not checked out my Instagram for unfiltered fashion talks you should I give you guys updates on guests and stuff and you guys can also send in questions for your guests and stuff if I have things you know prepped in advance um so super fun go check it out. Unfiltered Fashion Talks. I also have a TikTok at Unfiltered Fashion Talks. Go check it out. I post little clips and snippets of just like podcasts of the week. And obviously subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching it. Hello. If you are listening, go watch it on YouTube as well. Go subscribe. Like I'm really would love to get to like a thousand subscribers would be fun. So we'll see. You know, that's a goal for next year. I literally started like two months ago. So I'm like super thankful for everybody who's already here. I genuinely have more like followers and listeners than I really thought I was going to have. So I'm like very content with it. It's like so mind blowing that people actually listen to me and like this. Like I love podcasts so much. So it's like wild that people like to listen to me too. You know, I don't know. It's a weird feeling. Anyway, go follow all the things. Everything's always linked um, in the description if you're on YouTube or in the show notes, if you are on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever you're listening to this on, there's always links. Go check it out. Go follow me on all the social media. I would really appreciate it especially during this time of year if you could you know engage with like content creators and small businesses a little bit more around this time of year it would be so helpful because there's so many like 
companies running ads right now that I feel like everybody's content is kind of getting lost in the mix. So a little extra engagement goes a long way. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this solo episode. Let me know what you guys think. Also rate the podcast. If you are on Apple Music or Spotify, that would mean so, so much to me. If you want to leave a review, make sure it's a good one. And that is it. I will see you guys in the next one. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.